everybody and welcome to the SI Digest. We run through the biggest esports business related news stories of the week. I'm your host Tom Daniels, the sub-editor of Esports Insider and in today's ESI Digest we have five huge news stories from the world of esports business. In today's episode we're going to be covering... Cosmos and Gerard PK partnering with eBay to purchase Astralis' Superliga spot. FaZe Clan and Optic Gaming announcing a merchandise collaboration. Man United's Jesse Lingard debuting J-Ling's eSports. The LPL's partnership with Design Studio and its new visual rebranding. And finally, we're going to be talking about Arena of Valor expanding its eSports ecosystem to include Honor of Kings teams. So, let's get into the digest. Our first story of the SI Digest sees us talk about Danish eSports organization Astralis selling its Spanish Academy League of Legends team, Astralis Stormbringers, to sports and entertainment company Cosmos. Now, that news in itself is pretty big. However, Twitch streamer Ibai Lanos has also teamed up with Cosmos to be a co-owner of the team. Moreover, professional football and Barcelona player Gerard Piquet, who is Cosmos' president, will also be named as a co-owner. Owner. Now, according to Dot Esports, the purchase is roughly around 300,000 euros, which is a significant amount considering that this is a European le regional league team which is being purchased. If IMPK's League of Legends team will compete in the 2022 season onwards. Now at the same time while Astralis did confirm that they will not be having a Spanish Academy team in the Superliga LVP, they did reveal that they will be competing in the Northern League of, League of Legends Championship sorry, the NLC from 2022 onwards. Overall I think this is a very exciting move. Obviously the ERLs are starting to grow you know, year on year. We've seen the likes of Carmine Corp really develop a following in France and it looks like this team which is being owned by Ibai PK and the Cosmos is looking to do the same thing. Now I don't believe that the team name has been announced however when it does there'll be more details which follow. Also be very interested to see how this team approaches this. Is it going to go for the jugular straight away and try and be the best Spanish team in that league or are they going to kind of go for more development side and try and actually build up prospects. This is very interesting for the state of Europe and how kind of more teams are getting interested not just in the LEC but lower leagues as well. Our second story of the SI Digest sees us talk about an unlikely collaboration and that is between FaZe Clan and Optic Gaming for limited edition merchandise. According to release the joint project will see the pair release a limited edition collection and this includes a range of cross-branded clothing and also a range of other items as well. Personalities and influences from Optic Gaming and FaZe Clan will also be featured in multiple content pieces released in the coming weeks surrounding this limited edition collection as well. Additional details regarding the collaboration are quite sparse however this is a huge deal. It was teased slightly I believe in like a phase video which showed the two logos together of the many different content activations the many different merchandise kind of uh, activations that they were wanting to do as well so this is a very very interesting collaboration it's really cool to see two organizations come together and release limited edition merchandise you can probably expect that this is going to sell out pretty quick given the you know historic nature of both of these um, organizations I do think that this is actually a really cool collaboration it'd be very interesting to see if any other teams also look at the success of this or the potential success of this and actually decide to collaborate together on esports merchandise in the future as well. 
Our third story of this, our digest, sees Jesse Lingard, the Manchester United footballer, acquire Audacity Esports to enter into the Rainbow Six Siege Esports ecosystem. Now, as part of the deal, the Rainbow Six Siege roster will officially compete under the J-Links Esports names next season in the UK and Ireland Nationals. Jesse Lingard joins the long list of footballers which have entered into the Esports teams and actually acquired Esports teams as well. Obviously, the most notable being David Beckham, but then we've also got Casemiro with Case Esports, we've got Aguero with Crew Esports, and then also we've got involvement in terms of an ambassadorial role with Harry Maguire and Dominic Calvert-Lewin in, I believe, Semper Fortis as well. It'll be interesting to see how this acquisition impacts the Rainbow Six Siege Esports scene as a whole. Obviously, right now it's in the UK and Ireland Nationals. However, the team has even come out and said that they do want to qualify for the 2022 European Challenger League in the future. So that was a very interesting kind of goal for the organisation which I think is probably achievable if the right things are done. Overall, I think this is a great story and it's nice to see Rainbow Six Siege also get a little bit of attention in terms of acquisition. Our penultimate story of the ASI Digest sees us talk about Riot Games' Chinese League of Legends competition, the LPL, and their partnership with London-based branding agency Design Studio. Now, as a result of this partnership, the LPL has unveiled a new visual update that was debuted before the 2021 LPL Summer Finals. Now, for those who are unaware about Design Studio, they are the firm responsible for a majority of Riot Games' recent rebrandings and visual updates. This includes the 2018 LEC rebranding, and also 2020's LLA and LCK update. It's important to note that this rebranding does not include a name change and also a logo change, but merely new visuals, typefaces, and a new slogan, which they have said, Crazy is our game. So it's not like a complete change, like the LEC change, which recently happened, well, recently, in 2018, but it is more of a visual update to kind of modernize, I think, the look of the LPL. As you can expect, the visual update will be integrated into marketing assets, broadcasting, offline activities, and also across merchandise and licensed products. In addition to the visual update, on the same day, the LPL also revealed its new Silver Dragon Cup, which is the trophy which they do give to the winners, which has now been created by jewellery brand Tiffany & Co. in collaboration for the 10th anniversary of League of Legends in China. The LPL did release a video about the forging process of the trophy and also how they spoke to former LPL champions and selected fans who detailed items of sentimental value which have now been integrated into the trophy itself which is a really cool thing. Overall I think on top of the visual branding to have this new trophy I think it makes sense. I think you know we're seeing Design Studio obviously have a lot of impact on Riot Games's designs right now and on Riot Games's rebranding and I do think that it's quite nice and a quite a fresh rebranding. I think it'd be really interested to see kind of what the integration of the visual assets will look like how will it change the broadcast will it change the feel of the broadcast as well because while the logo hasn't changed and while the name hasn't changed you can kind of expect that with this update that you're going to see a little bit more of maybe of a shift of tone which is also quite interesting our final story of the SI Digest sees us talk about mobile MOBA game Arena of Valor and the title's expansion of its esports ecosystem. Now, as a result, Honor of Kings teams will be able to compete in the 2022 Arena of Valor World Cup. Now, while seeing the merger of two esports titles come together is very significant, I do want to provide a little bit of context. So created in 2015, Honor of Kings is a multiplayer mobile title published by Tencent Games for Chinese market specifically. 
Arena of Valor, which came out a year later, is Honor of Kings' international adaption. So it's very similar to what we're seeing recently now with TFT, where we have TFT, which is for international audiences, and then also now there's going to be a mobile adaption for that as well. Now, exact details regarding qualification for the tournament have yet to be revealed. However, Tencent Games did confirm that the AWC will use a specific esports version of the title. Now, coming to the publisher, Arena of Valor's esports version for this tournament will feature a mixture of heroes from both games in an attempt to create a fair, balanced, and also exciting competition. Now, there are loads of additional details on Esports Insider's website. However, updates on a full competitive roadmap for Arena of Valor, details on the new leagues, and an update on the Arena of Valor International Championship are expected to be kind of revealed in the next coming months. When you've got two similar titles, and actually, you know, two titles which are basically the same, just one's for a Chinese audience, one's for the international audience, it does make sense to kind of combine these together for the major world championship. Now, I don't expect this to be every single tournament. I expect there to still be Honor of Kings specific tournaments and Arena of Valor specific tournaments. But for the, the biggest event of the kind of title as a whole, I think this definitely makes sense. And it also, like I've said prior, it makes probably make me think about what they're going to do with TFT and Tencent. Are they going to have, obviously, specific the Chinese TFT title and then the TFT events as well? But then when it comes to the major championship, are they also using this as an example to try and see how they can integrate these two titles together? And that is it for this week's Inside Digest. If you do want to catch up on any of the stories that I have covered, then don't forget to head over to Esports Insider's website. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, subscribe on YouTube, or wherever you are listening to us right now. But until next week, I'll see you then.